Yo, yo, what's up? It's Coach Jack. Uh, we got another amazing episode coming up for you with Mrs. Katrina Turner. Um, she is well equipped in the financial freedom world. Uh, I would encourage you to definitely go follow her and just learn and hear, listen. Uh, um, definitely attend some of her mastermind groups um, where she teaches these financial strategies. Um, I've been following her for a little while. She helped me build my website, um, coachjack.com, which you can go to and you can have, you can get, purchase my ebook, Kick the Rooster. Uh, you can check out everything else I got going on. Book me to speak, coach, or train your organization, or even if you want it done individually, looking to start your own trucking company, I can definitely assist you with that, coach you through the process. Um, you can find all that type of stuff on my website, which she built for me. Um, she also built my other business website, anythinglogisticsllc.com. So check both of them out because you may want a website built for the book you are about to write or the business you are about to start. She would be an excellent person to go to for that. For that. Um, without further ado, um, make sure you tune into the episode, man, and take notes. Uh, follow her. And go get some of this wisdom, man, so that you can experience financial freedom. Peace. This is the Sedulous Podcast, and our special guest today is the one and only Miss um, Financial Freedom herself, Mrs. Patrina Turner. Uh, welcome to the Sedulous Podcast. We're glad to have you on. Thanks so much for having me, Coach Jack. It's been a pleasure. I've listened to a few of your previous podcasts and couldn't wait to be a guest on here. <laughs> okay, then. That's what I'm talking about. I appreciate the support. And uh, I'm pretty sure that the people that's listening, they will appreciate the knowledge you're going to bring to the table today. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? And like, where can we find you on social media? I want to go ahead and get that part out of the way. Because, you know, sometimes we get to talking and forget. Yeah, that's not a problem. So um, my name is Patrina Turner. I am a personal finance and business strategist. um, And I kind of fell into this whole personal finance thing. My background um, is like engineering and data. And um, I was just doing a lot of data um, looking at just um, pulling up data for different organizations and um, things like, you know, poverty stats and health stats, educational attainment, all those type of things. Um, they were just pretty much looking at different communities to determine why they were stuck. And so I was pulling a lot of the demographics for those communities. And one of the things that I noticed was that everything related to money or the lack thereof. So um, I really kind of just started looking into like our own personal finances. Um, My dad had introduced me to Dave Ramsey. So I started listening to Dave Ramsey stuff. And then I just kind of start reading a whole bunch of other books about personal finances. And my husband and I just kind of got on our journey to try to, you know, get out of debt. We had started having kids and we had made, at least I had made a lot of bad decisions with finances and we wanted to change the narrative. Um, and make sure that our kids were in a better position, of course, when they got out of our house and that they were learning financial, better financial habits while they were inside of the house. So kind of started the business from that. It started off as a blog um, and it turned into a business. People were trying to see, you know, how we were paying off debt and how we were 
um, getting our budget together and saving. And once I'm always like, once three people ask you the same question about how to do something, I say, turn it into a business. And that's what I did. <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, so what did you get? You say once three people ask you, yeah. What did you get that advice from? I just, I, I don't even know. I just think that <laughs> once everybody, like my friends kept asking me, hey, can you help me with my budget? I don't even know how to budget. Or can you, how are you guys paying off that? Because when we really, my husband and I really got serious about um, paying off debt and getting our finances together, because we had went through a very, very rough patch. I had lost um, my contract earlier than expected. We were on one income. We had two toddlers at the time and it was just not good. We weren't, um, we didn't have enough money saved. We were not in a financial position to live off of one income. So we had um, to stop paying like our credit card bills and all that good stuff. So my credit score dropped and all that good stuff. And then um, I was able, of course, to get another job and we were like, okay, we don't ever want to be in that financial position ever again. So we started, you know, getting ourselves together, creating side hustles and all that good stuff. And within two years, we had paid off about $40,000 worth of debt and saved three months worth of savings. And people were asking us how, how I did it, how we did it. So once that third, fourth, fifth person started asking me, I'm like, okay, let me start charging people because I'm doing this for free. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's another that's stream right. of income I can have. So it, that's how it pretty much turned into a personal finance business. And I right. am on, I was, almost forgot, I'm on Instagram. I'm at Petrina with an E, P-E-T-R-I-N-A, D-Turner on Instagram. I have a um, free Becoming Financially Free Facebook group um, that we have. And basically on the weekends, I just upload a video and giving tips, savings tips, budgeting tips, side hustle tips, anything related to finances and managing your money and trying to make more of it. And I just wanted to, you know, help people with their, you know, with their finances. So that's pretty right. much where I am. I, I have invited people to that group and I encourage, highly encourage the listeners Go join that Facebook community, man, and get that free game. But don't just get the free game. Join some of her, um, the master classes that she holds. You know, don't be scared to invest into yourself because I actually won one of the competitions or something. You, you sure did. You yeah. did. From savings. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to, I try to track how much, I'm glad you said that. I need to do that for me. We try to track right. like how much people are saving and how much debt they're paying off. And once you enter your information, I do like a little drawing. So, and you can win a free um, some service from me. I've given, uh, sent cash at people, money, just different things. Just to try to encourage and motivate people to keep going. Right, right. I can't tell you guys what to do. Um, if you're in a good financial space, take the service. That's what I will say about that. Now, um, you said something about stuck communities when you were doing all of the data. Mm -hmm. What what would you say is the biggest money mistakes you've seen, being that you stepped into this field of, of financial peace and financial freedom and educating people um, on finances? What would you say are the biggest, the three biggest money mistakes that you see, especially in our community or in the stuck communities, as they said, as you called it? I would definitely say the first thing is not having a money plan without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, I'm all, I'm very big on plans and planning for your future and planning for, you know, all these things. 
Um, and when I ran into people, most of the time, they do not have any type of money plan, namely um, a monthly spending plan. So like a budget. So, you know, it's like the reason why people are overspending, the reason people can't say, the reason people are paying their bills late um, on, you know, when it comes and having getting as a result bad credit is because they don't have any type of a money plan. So a money plan, a monthly money plan is just a budget and basically just having a budget. So John Maxwell says this, so you can tell your money what to do instead of wondering where, tell your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. So right. that is the purpose of having some type of plan. You want to be in control of your finances. And often people who don't have a plan, their finances are in control of them. So you want to master your money. You want to be able to master your money. So that is the first thing that I would say. The second thing that I would say is even when you get the plan, if you're not working the plan, <laughs> then it is not yeah. the plan will not work, you know? So right. you need to create a plan. A re and I always tell people to create a realistic plan because some people are like so gun ho. Yes, I'm about to get my finance together. I'm gonna cut this out, I'm stop doing this, and all that good stuff. And that lasts for like three weeks. Like our, you know, in January 1st, our you know, New Year's resolutions, we were good for the first three weeks, and then we just kind of slide off and we go back to our old habits. So I always say create. Um, a realistic plan, especially when you're starting off, um, so that it's easier to to cut to work, you know. And um, right. mm -hmm. you want to be able to work the plan. So that's the number two. Um, the, the first one is create a money plan. Second one is work the plan, and then the third one is really. I'm so big because this is how we were able to start change changing our our mindset and all that kind of stuff. Um, on getting educated like get okay reading read books about what you don't know because that book will lead to another book and that book will lead to something else and then it'll lead to a podcast it'll lead to you know so <laughs> yeah. i am all about educating yourself read 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 listen to books listen to audio books listen to podcasts um because you want to be able to start changing your money mindset you know because if you don't change your money mindset you will be stuck you won't be able to um, get out of the rut and you won't be able um, to stick to your um, budgeting, you know, whatever budget you set up because your mindset hasn't changed. So I think that is what that is critical um, in getting your finances together. Right. That is wonderful information. I know um, you spoke, you said something John Maxwell said, and I, I know Dave Ramsey said something similar mm -hmm. about pretty much giving every dollar an assignment. Yes. Yes. And, you know, make every dollar count and give every dollar an assignment. So your budget, you know, you can go more depth than me, of course, but your budget should end with a zero because every dollar should have an assignment. Yep. You know? Every dollar needs to have a job. So basically what that means is you it, let's say that you um, bring home, you know, a thousand dollars, a thousand seven dollars every, you know, two weeks just to make it easy. Um, then that means that when you are doing your budget, you shouldn't have any money left over after you pay bills. No, whatever money is left over, that needs to have a job. It's either going to get put on, extra money is going to get put on whatever debt you have, um, or you're going to put it in your savings account. You might want to, you know, um, put it for um, 
fun money, you know, for you to have for spending or going out to eat, whatever it is, every dollar should have a job. So when you total everything up that's on your budget, it should be zero at the end, right? So that's what that's what he's talking about when assigned every dollar should have a job. You are telling your money where to go. Right. That's that's awesome. So drop that handle again so they'll know where to go book you at for one-on-one um um, any type of teachings or counseling that you give in reference to this where did you say that they can find you at yep i'm on instagram at patrina d turner and they can always go to my website patrinaturner.com and if they click on learn with patrina they'll see like all of the master classes I might be having, I have a, um, a, a legacy building academy where we have monthly live master classes teaching on a subject. Um, and, or if you want to just book a one on one, because a lot of people, you know, like I said, don't know how to do budgets or create budgets. So if you want me to help create a budget for you, then you can go to my um, website, PatrinaTurner.com backslash learn with Patrina to sign up and schedule for a budgeting strategy session. That's awesome, man. It is a it's a wonderful investment, guys. It, you got to understand for the listeners doing this, you're not just paying her or giving your money away. You're actually investing into yourself. So that's a smart money move, number one. You know, because the best investment is going to be yourself. Um, Miss Turner, what what would you say is the best age? Because I know you said you had children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would you say is the best age? to start teaching money as a tool to children? I would definitely say as soon as they can understand the concept of money, um, whenever they are asking for money uh, to go get McDonald's or whatever that is, you know, I would say definitely they need to start learning about finances. And something that we did um, when our kids were um, a little younger to kind of start helping them um, understand mm-hmm. money is... Um, we started like um, we bought like this um, calendar where you can just write on. And I have three boys um, and we were making them pretty much. We wanted them for one to understand the concept of work and then um, two to understand that, you know, you make money when you work. Right. So we right. started um, having them, of course, do make sure that they were doing their chores or, you know, cleaning up. Somebody had the bathroom. Somebody had to sweep the kitchen or do make their bed, whatever it was. And when they did their details, their chores um, every day, their beds were made every day, they would get a smiley face on that for that day on that calendar. So we would just draw a smiley face. So every day that you had a smiley face, you can earn a dollar for that day. So by the end of the uh, month, you can have 30, 31 dollars, you know. Right. So that's we, a lot for a young that kid. is a lot for a seven year old. <laughs> so, so what we did, I need, I need one of those calendars for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So we started doing that for each one of our boys. And then we went and bought like, um, like just like a dollar, um, jug from like the dollar store, three uh-huh. for each one of them. And we put, get, we wrote on, on the jug, give, save, spend. So at the end of the month, I will go to the bank and I will get dollars for however, um, you know, many dollars they they were able to save um, for that month. 
and I would tell the bank, give it to me in ones. I know they were looking at me crazy when I would come and ask for like $90 in ones, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, but yeah, I was able to get, um, get the money and then I, we would sit down and we would count out, um, how many circles they had, smiley faces they had on the calendar and we would give them a dollar for each one and we would show them, okay. We're going to say we're going to um, give 10 percent. So they would count out. OK, what is we're teaching them math to. We're going to count out on what is 10 percent of 30. So we will say, OK, we're going to put 30 dollars or more if they could give more if they want it. But they're going to put at least three dollars in the give um, um, jug. And then we will say, OK, let's put 20 um, percent in our save jug. So we would like, count it out and say, OK, let's put six dollars in our save jug. And then the rest, they could put it in their spend jug and they could spend it on whatever it is that they wanted. They wanted to go out, spend it on going to McDonald's. If they were trying to save for a game, whatever it was, they right. could, you know, they could spend the money on whatever they wanted. And we were trying to teach the concept of you earn money. Um, and you need to, of course, start giving it and you need to save some money for yourself and then whatever is left, you can spend it. So that's what we did, um, early on, um, trying to teach our kids about, um, money and finances. Um, and, and the biggest thing is just to, is just to be able to, um, live out better money habits in front of your kids. Because if they're right. always seeing us taking out the credit cards, swiping just because we want something and all that good stuff, then, of course, they're going to pick up those habits. Because that's how we learn about money. We learn it from our family and our environment and all that good stuff. So the biggest thing is we wanted to change the way we were doing money because I am a recovering spendaholic. <laughs> like, I can spend. <laughs> yeah. I, I can spend some money. <laughs> But that's why I needed, you know, to have a wake up call so that I could get our finances together and get on a budget and change those habits um, because I didn't want our kids to pick up on those bad money habits. So. So, yeah, that's what we did with our kids. That's awesome, man, because even if they only get half of that right. They, exactly. You know, y'all, y'all already put them on such a great path to understand how the money works. Now, I got to ask this just because I'm a man. And I got boys. Mm-hmm. Who fell short of the thirty dollars? Which son fell short of the thirty dollars? <laughs> um, actually, look, all of them at one point in time fell short of the thirty dollars. <laughs> okay, it depended on what they were trying to get for that month. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> but no, I oh, I talk about like having money personalities too, because uh-huh. you know, not only do we learn about money from our our environment. But we also spend money based on our personality, you know. Okay. So like yeah, my oh yeah, my um oldest son, he is like this. He is the spender. Like as soon as he gets money, I have to tell him, look, did you put some money in your? Did you save any money? Did you give any money before we right. start spending? Let's do this, you know. Right. And then my second child. Um, he d- will not spend a dollar. Like I'm like, he's like, can we go get something to eat? I'm like, where's your money? And he's like, never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I eat some crackers. Right, or something. right, right. About. Like I ain't spending my money. And then my youngest son, he's like the baby. He could care less about money. He most of the time be losing his, his money. So, you know, oh, okay. it's like, he's the free, you know, the, um, baby of the family. Definitely. So, um, you know, you have to I'll definitely encourage people to look at like their money. Um, it's a book that was written called I think it's called Money Couples. Uh-huh. Um, and it basically talks about the different money personalities and money languages 
And I often okay. tell people to to read that, especially before they get married, because you want to know what um, who you are marrying and how they spend money, how they do money yes, and have are. those conversations before you get money, because money um, is the number two reason why people get a divorce. So right. it is imperative that before you get money while you're dating and all that kind of stuff, you need to look at how they're spending money. Um, you know, determine what their money habits are, their money language, you know, are and all that kind of stuff so that you can be set yourself and be in a better position when you do say I do. Yeah, that's pretty dope right there. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a lot of good information. So y'all hear that, man. As soon as your kid can can understand what one plus one is, you pretty much need to be teaching them it, how to yep. use money, you know, mm -hmm. the value of it, how to use it as a tool. And you heard it from Mrs. Katrina Turner. Um, so what, without going, without giving away all of your strategies, what is your view on tackling debt? Like, any, do you have any suggest common suggestion that you can just give, you know, to the listeners? Yes, definitely. So first, let me just say that I am all about having additional streams of income. And I think you should start with like, just a lot of times when people think of additional streams of income, they are thinking like I have to invest in real estate and multiple properties and I have to have all this money to invest um, and for retirement and, you know, mutual funds and all that good stuff. And, you know, I think we have to diversify and do all that because all of that is good. But when you are starting out and, and as a result, because a lot of people think they have to do all that um, instead of doing something, they do nothing. So I often right. tell people that just start with where you are. Like, what are you good in? What are your gifts? What are people, how many people have came to you and asked you about something more than three times? You know, that is what you need to look into and see if you can start um, a business or start a side hustle. Um, and then once you start um, looking at bringing in extra money and seeing what extra money you have after you have paid your bills, then you would just take that money um, first, of course, especially since we've hit the pandemic, I would definitely say start saving three to six months. That's first, because you don't want to be in a position where you're paying all this money, um, paying off your debt, and then you don't have any savings and then you lose your job. And now you're going to have to use the credit card that you just paid off, you know? Right, right. So you want to save first, see how much money you can quickly save, get extra jobs, side hustles part-time jobs, whatever you need to do so that you can save and put that money in a separate savings account, right? And then um, and then any extra money um, you can use to start paying off debt. And I, the biggest thing that helped us pay off that $40,000 in um, less than two years was we focused on one debt. Like we didn't, we didn't put like, if we had an extra $500 after we paid, you know, our bills and paid minimum on our credit cards, we didn't put like an extra month, um, extra $200 on our, um, car and then put an extra hundred dollars on our student loan and then put the rest right. of the money on, you know, we focused on paying off one debt at a time. So that's right. what I tell people to do. Focus on paying off one debt at a time. And there are multiple ways you can do it. Um, people heard of the snowball method. Dave Ramsey made that popular. And that's basically mm -hmm. where you are listing all your debt from least to greatest. 
and you're tackling the least, the men, the the one that you owe the least amount first. Yeah, the smallest one. First, the smallest right? one first. So you're taking any extra money plus whatever the minimum you're paying. You're still paying the minimum on all your other bills, but you're tackling that one first. That one is good. I like that one. That's what we started off with because it helps you build momentum. So like you paid off that, you know thousand dollar credit card in two months you're like yes i paid something off now you're excited and you're ready to go tackle the next one so that's right. why i think um the, I, I like the snowball method but there's also one called the avalanche method where you are listing out all of your debt from um highest interest rate to lowest interest rate and you're tackling the highest interest rate first Okay. So that will help, of course, because you're, you know, saving some money because you're tackling that interest, you know, the one with the highest interest rate first. The only problem with that one for me is like if you owe $25,000 on the highest interest rate, it you may not be as motivated to continue to pay it off because it's going to take a lot longer for you to pay that off as opposed to a $1,000 credit card. You know, yeah, it's going to take a lot of discipline, right? There. Right. Yeah. A lot of this. And when you're starting off, most people, you know, it, you don't have yeah. discipline. Right. So that's why yeah, I like yeah. the snowball method for that. Right. right. Now, de develop the discipline. You have to. De method. Yes. Yes, definitely. And then yeah. um, there's like a, I call it the have it your way um, method. And that's basically whatever makes sense. That's the one that you need to tackle first. So let's say like a lot of people got, you know, a stimulus check. And they were using it to pay off debt. So let's say that you owed, um, you had a thousand dollar credit card, and then you owed um, seven thousand dollars on your car note, right? And right. your credit card, the minimum you have to pay is twenty five dollars. With your car note, you're spent, you're paying four fifty a month, right? So right. if you get a stimulus check for seven thousand dollars. For me, it would make sense to pay off the car because it's $450 a month. You pay off that car note. Now you have an extra $450 that you can use to go put on that smaller one, that $1,000 credit card. You are freeing up $450 a month. So for, for the have it your way, that's the one where you just pay whatever makes sense. Whatever makes sense in that moment, um, that's the one that you would you would tackle. So snowball, yeah, avalanche, have it your way. Absolutely. Either one of them works. Um, the the um, biggest thing is just to tackle one debt at a time. So that's what I tell most people. Just tackle one debt at a time. Right. Yeah. Do something, man. Do don't, something. Don't ride around with that, that ride knowing you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Then you spoke about, you said something about side hustles and everything. Now, one of the other services you offer is building websites. Mm -hmm. Yep. So now, how did that come along? So just so you all know that's listening, for the listeners, if you go check out my website, CoachJack.com, Miss Petrina set all of that up. So I get a lot of compliments on it, a lot of compliments. So, you know, I always send them to you, just like on social media, I invite them to your um, Facebook group. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, how did that come along? Was that like a side hustle thing too? It was. It was during the time when I was like, when we were trying to get our finances together and I, we really didn't have any extra money to pour into the business. Like I remember being upset because I was trying to start the blog and try to start all this stuff. And like, we really didn't have any extra money to put into the business. And I was mad because I'm trying to figure out watching YouTube videos, trying to figure out how to do websites myself. 
Right. right. So yeah. I had to teach myself how to create my own website because I wanted to start a blog and I didn't have the extra money. So I taught myself how to do my own. And when again, when I did my own, then people were like, oh, you did that. How Can you do mine? You know, <laughs> right, so right. I, it ended up turning into another side hustle, another stream of income. And, you know, like I always I always tell people like, you know, you never know, you know, why certain things happen, because I wouldn't even I probably wouldn't even be um, doing this whole financial thing if I hadn't lost my contract you know, and um, been in a position where we didn't, we couldn't pay certain bills and all that good stuff. But, you know, God always works stuff out and I'm grateful, you know, now looking back and like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that I went through all of that because I wouldn't be teaching people about finances. I wouldn't be doing websites because, you know, I, I wouldn't have been in that position to do it. So I'm grateful for all the things that we went through, good, bad, in between all that stuff, because it taught me um, how to do certain things. And as a result, I'm making money, you know, as a result right. of it. So you, you the, saw you saw opportunity in the opposition. Yes, yes in the middle yeah. of the opposition. Yeah. And I, it's not easy because, like I said, I was upset, like, good gracious, I'm taking all, you know, it's taking me forever to do this and I could just pay somebody and they could have it done within, you know, a few days. But I'm grateful because that was another skill that I learned. And now I'm able to help other um, people and build other people's websites and stuff as well. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, The next thing I would ask, and I meant to ask this earlier, how do you feel about or do you believe in or do you have any advice on parents that have children that's going into the college realm about sending children to school debt-free or setting them up on some type of path to where they could potentially just pay for their own tuition some kind of way. Do you have any advice on that or can you give us a resource or something? Yeah, well, um, I am definitely all about education. Definitely, uh-huh. no doubt. Um, I'm grateful I was able to go to undergrad and go to grad school, and um, I I love learning and all that good stuff. I think me and my husband have this conversation all the time. So my this is my take on it. So I definitely uh-huh. think that um, um, education is imperative. I do think that because everything is changing now, that education looks different for different people. You know, so Mm -hmm. it depends on your child and what your child is passionate about, what you think they're good in. I do think as parents um, and this is like things that I pray now, even looking at my kids, my boys are 12, about to be 11 and eight. And I try to look at some of the things that I see that they're really good in so that I can kind of steer them in the right direction and they can hone those skills and those passions and those gifts. Um, of course, I don't know, of course, what they will be, but when I see something that they're good in, we're going to, you know, really, um, home, you know, try to see if we can take the class. Right, 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 right. right. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think, you know, when, at least when I was growing up, it was all about, like I was not in our family and even in our extended family, it was never about, um, are you going to college? It was always about what college are you going to? So we were either our options were either you're going to college or you're going to the military. That was it. You were not just going to sit at home. So I think it has changed a lot because one, the price of college is just ridiculous. Right. Right. And a lot of these kids are coming out of school with 
um, a degree, um, $40,000 worth of debt and working at the same job they were working at before they went to college. Right. right. So uh -huh. I think we have to be smarter and really know um, our kids and see what they are good. Um, and because maybe our kid um, may not need to go to a you know four year college, maybe they need to start off at a two year college, go to a community college, go to a tech college first yeah. and get, get a trade learn because that is lacking because our you know, everybody sent their kids to colleges and universities and now we're lacking in trade. You know, right, all these trade exactly. jobs are open. So I think as parents, we have to learn and know what our kids are good in. And then we can kind of navigate what does education look like for them? Is it a, a, a four year university? Is it a community college? It, do we need to send them to trade school? Um, because we want to put them in the best position possible for them to have success. So I definitely say like they're um, um, uh, in high school now, you can take college classes like you know my niece is about to start taking college classes and she's about to be in 10th grade so right. you can take a lot of classes um in high school and get these you know english basic math um classes out the way so that by the time you graduate you're a sophomore in college so that's a whole year that you don't have to pay for so i definitely suggest things like that um if parents want to start early and if they are in a position to they can start um, setting money aside in 529 plans as college plans for your kids. Um, they can start early doing that. And um, I definitely believe that if kids are able to work and go to school at the same time and keep their grades up, that's something that um, they can do. But I am not opposed to going to you know, a community college first and getting your um, classes, those basic classes out the way because it's a whole right. lot cheaper um, and then transferring to a, a bigger school. Right. So would you say that I, I think that one of the issues in our community as we get ready to close out here in a few is people do it more so for the status quo. Yep, definitely. You know? So if we get over that, that ego push, then like you said, we could save a lot more money and have our children in less debt mm -hmm. with them starting at a trade school or community college. One thing I, I, I'll say that I I started at a trade school. Mm -hmm. I got my commercial driver's license at 18. Wow. And people thought that was impossible, but I went to trade school, did it. And, you know, a lot of people followed behind me and, and did it. So, I mean... That's awesome. Um, yes. I just wanted to take on that so that people uh, just have more education on what to do, what not to do, and how can we just move better uh, with our finances. Right. So, yep, definitely. Yeah. So anytime you can save money, because student loan is like the biggest debt for a lot of people. So anytime you can save money, on, especially on student loans, um, by starting early and investing in our kids, you know, savings plans early or even just by allowing them to take classes in high school or even starting off at a community community college just to save money. Um, that is great because we what we don't want is for our kids to be in a ton of debt. Like our, right. we should, you know, we have student loans. Like I shouldn't, when I, when my kids go to college, they should not be swamped in student loans too. Right. That's something that right. I went through. I don't want my boys to be able to go through that. Right. So That's we right. should be passing the baton forward, which means they should be better in a better financial position 
um, than us. And a lot of times we're stuck because we want them to you say that my child is a doctor or we want to say my child, you know, graduated with all these things. And we have to look at what is best for our our kids. So mm-hmm. I think if we start early and really figuring out learning and seeing what they're good in and seeing what their gifts in, um, they're gifted in, then that will probably help. And that will, you know, help steer them in what does education look like for each one of them. Right. So invest in your children early. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. That's awesome. So before I let you go, can you give us three pieces of advice for the listeners, for myself, that in this financial freedom um, platform of yours, can you just leave us with with three jewels that we can carry with us, um, even for the ones that may not tap in with you, they at least have this to take with them? Yes. Well, the first one I would definitely say is learn everything you can um, about um, personal finance, money, um, or even just what you are good in, like your career, your business, because once you start mastering and you become the expert in a certain field, then money will come, right? But then right. when you get the money, you need to know how to manage the money. So that's yes, why sir. it's good for you know people, because there are a lot of people who are who won the lottery and they file for bankruptcy within you know five years because right. money you you have to learn how to manage money and my goal is just to give you the basic foundational um structure so that you can learn how to manage it so definitely educate yourself pick up a book listen to a podcast um um, listen to an audio book instead of just always, you know, scrolling through Instagram and all that good stuff, which is good because I do that too. But I'm always, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm always going to have some, be listening to something and be reading something, um, be watching. I'm watching a movie, you know, a rewatching a movie. I don't know if people have seen um, the Men Who Built America. I started watching that series again. It's on the history channel or i don't know i i have amazon stick so um uh-huh. but the, but learning like it's talking about like rockefeller and the um and tesla and edison and ford and just really seeing how they were able um to build wealth like rockefeller right. is still his family is still extremely wealthy so still just it, yeah so like mm-hmm. really educating yourself there's tons of books millionaire next door total money makeover on finances and one how to change your money mindset and then two how to manage it so definitely educating yourself and then um another thing is um i think all of us should have some type of accountability partner you know, because right, right. uh, as a lot of times it's very easy for us to become unmotivated. Like it is so hard for me to stick to a health plan. Like it's so bad. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but when I'm like in an accountability group, like yeah. I am, you know, because I see them posting the healthy stuff. I saw that they walk five miles today, you know, like that helps me stay motivated. Well, the same yeah, is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you don't want to look bad. Like everybody else posting and I just ate <laughs> right. a donut. I'm not posting that. So <laughs> Especially if they know you join the group. They exactly. Get for your pictures, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so i definitely say get some type of account- accountability if you're married and you want you and your spouse are going to be um hold each other accountable for sticking to your goals if you're you know have a best friend that can help you you know that's going to be real with you and be like listen 
you said that you were going to save this amount of money. Did you save it for this month? You know, um, right. whatever. Get into a you know accountability group, a Facebook group, or whatever. Um, a mastermind group. I know you have mastermind groups so that you can oh, hold, yeah. so people can be held accountable. Um, and then too, once you're around people who are doing what you want to do, um, oh. it helps you to actually stick to those same goals, right? Um, so change your environment change your environment and that um leads to the third one if you can get um some type of mentor or um, or even just get around people who are where you want to be like the accountability group are people who are where you are and they're trying to grow you know and get financing and get it together but you need to get around people who are where you want to be whether that is getting a mentor um, or just or joining an organization or even just trying something new, like, you know, taking a, I don't know, a, a skiing class or whatever, because you're going to be around a different group of people, you know? Right. So yeah. getting around people who are where you want to be, that is so, um, that is imperative. Right. And this is to add to what you said, Ms. Turner, before I let you go, with us having so much access with social media, it's a bunch of people that you can follow. Definitely, yeah, they don't have to know you following them, but they do put out very good information, like Mrs. Turner or mm-hmm. um, other people that you know are in that uh, uh, finance guru world. You know, you can follow them and get tons of information to help you on your journey. Exactly, so, like Oprah don't know, but she's my men- she's my mentor. <laughs> oh, okay. See, there you go. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's like I see. I'm yeah. like following. Okay, this is what she do. Let me watch. You know, read an article. <laughs> you know, do something to see how she's navigating in her. You know, and being able to be so successful um, right. in her career. So yeah, so yeah, it, you don't have to know them personally and have coffee with them, but you can pick yeah. up books. You can follow them on social media. Most of the time they're sharing books and podcasts and different things that they're listening to and all that stuff. So, so yeah, but try to elevate your mind so that you can change your mindset. Because once you change your mind, you'll start changing your life. Man, you said it. And with that, we're going to close out. I appreciate you being a a guest on the Sets of This Podcast, man. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, yeah, most definitely. We'll look forward to having you again because I'm pretty sure, um, you know, once we get to episode 100 and something, people going to need to hear this again. So (laughs) we'll definitely invite you back and I I appreciate having you. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Man, what an amazing episode. Uh, I hope you picked up what she was putting down the knowledge and information she was putting out. I hope you already follow her. If not, take time to do so. Her Facebook group. Um, The good thing is, man, she spoke about early education um, in our community, community, excuse me, or in the stuck communities, as you heard her speak of how um, she did the research working for these companies, and that's what they labeled it as the stuck communities so stuck or unstuck it's good to go ahead and get as much financial education early on as possible we all know that they don't they don't teach this in school so let's make sure as we're learning we're being good models for our children and we're showing our children so that they can experience financial freedom at an early age you know um 
I would encourage you to definitely do what she said and come up with a monthly budget and know your own spending habits. Um, other than that, like I said, you can check. Please do follow her. Check her out on her social media platforms. Um, you also can check me out, follow me um, to see what I got going on and coming up. Uh, mastermind groups. Check out my book. Uh, sus- subscribe to my newsletter, man, um, and get some good value added to you on the weekly or sometimes on the monthly. Uh, appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you next episode. If you're interested and being on the Sedulous Podcast, please do reach out to me, man. Don't be scared. <laughs> reach out to me. Um, I'll be glad to hear what you have to offer to add value to the people. Peace.